Welcome to the Pilot Podcast, where we watch the pilot episodes of TV shows and recap other shows to answer your question, should I watch this? I'm your host, BJ, along with my co-host, Me Too, and this week we're watching Steven Universe. So stay tuned to the end to find out whether I can convince Beach to sing the theme song. Yep, you're really gonna have to wait to find out about that. <sighs> Just sing it. It's so catchy. So anyway, Steven Universe is an animated series on Cartoon Network created by Rebecca Sugar. And this week, we actually did something a little interesting where we watched the legit pilot episode that only aired at San Diego Comic-Con in 2013, a few months before the first episode aired on television. Yeah, it was really interesting to see how, I guess, I don't know if you want to give a recap on the plots of the show, but just generally, the characters look so different. I like them better now, but her first pass was interesting. Yeah, in the pilot episode, all of the main characters and even the side don't nut store people have Mm. different designs and we had some mixed feelings about them in particular it was pearl and amethyst they had these very sickly greenish palish skin colors yeah and garnet was like really thin and had a straight hair Mm -hmm. and now she's like bodacious with an afro so Beach, do you want to give a quick recap of the shows or just even i think largely if you explain the premise of the show we'll get the recap Yes. So this show is a coming-of-age story about Steven Universe, and he is one of the crystal gems who are like alien humanoids with gems and super magical powers. And he lives with kind of his three guardians, Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl. We are the crystal gems. Garnet. Amethyst. Pearl. which tells you what kind of gems they have. And Steven has his own gem in his belly button. Garnet is a garnet. Amethyst is an amethyst. And Pearl is a pearl. Me too. You watch this show regularly. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Because they, um, as as we progress in the show, you see how the gems live on Homeworld, which is where they're from. And you're referred to by your gem and everyone has very specific roles. So what they're doing on Earth is not just a revolution of protecting the Earth from their own gem people for safety, but they're also like breaking the roles. Pearl is supposed to be like a servant. So it's wild that she's in the house and like friends with them. And then I think Amethyst is supposed to be like a bodyguard type person. So it's like wild as well. Like they're both service level gems. And then Garnet as a spoiler alert. So spoiler, spoiler, spoiler is a combination of a ruby and a sapphire. And so a sapphire is like way up on the rung. Okay, that might be a little extra detail, but that's fun to know that. (laughs) I just want to make up for the fact that I sounded so dumb just then. Y'all, I'm tired. That's all it is. Uh, Anyway, Steven and Um, the rest of the Crystal Gems fight monsters to protect Earth as Steven learns more about himself and how his own gem works. 
Yeah, because his gem is from his mom, Rose Quartz. Basically, gems can't have babies. So when she gave birth to him, she like ceased to exist. But he has so he has her gem. Oh, so that's why he's like so powerful. But he just hasn't tapped into it yet because Rose Quartz is like the most powerful of that crew. Gotcha. Now he has to learn how his mother or the powers he inherited from his mother works. Yes, exactly. Okay. And that's why they have so much faith in him, like asking him to save them and stuff, because like that's what Rose would do. So once he figures out how to tap into it, he becomes like super powerful. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. But he's not powerful yet. No, he's he's and he's chubbier. I didn't realize how chubby he used to be. Them jeans are plastered onto his body. Yeah. When he lifted that shirt, he is squeezing into those. What's that song by Genuine in those jeans? That's basically him. He looks like, you know, the a motivational poster of the cat that's like hanging there and it's like hanging off that pole. Mm-hmm. That's how his jeans are. It's like if y'all just hold on. Yeah, that button is like I got one job and it's a struggle every day to do it. Every single day. Kind of like, well, OK, like Daniel Kaluuya's outfit at the Met. And he's by no means a big dude. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why they gave him someone else's suit. He looks like he was trying to fit in like Big Sean's jacket. That button was holding on like truly that button was trying to hold on for its dear life in existence. And I know that as soon as Daniel Kaluuya sat down, that button went right into someone's soup. Like I truly picture it flying off of his body if he didn't remember to unbutton his jacket before sitting. Oh, and I don't know why, because he's not a man of like significant size. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't know. That's what it made me think of, too. Now that we're done talking about Steven's jeans. Uh, He also is kind of immature in that he likes comebacks. He likes jingles. He likes to sing. Well, singing isn't immature, but his song choice is uh, clearly of a child's. Yeah, he's definitely very childlike. I watch it really regularly, and I forgot how childish he was because he's just been so mature in the last two seasons that I forgot that he was like for real a baby. Mm-hmm. Like he was annoying. But I mean, in a way that like a child is yeah. annoying that is tasked with saving the world. Is this normal? Are we winning? And that makes sense. Just for the listener's own knowledge, the show is currently on season five. So you can imagine they've had a lot of time to develop his character and allow him to mature over the seasons. Yeah. All of them have grown so much because in the pilot, it's also a little bit one note. I'm curious about your reactions, but it feels like Amethyst is like the fun gem. Pearl is the mom gem. Garnet is the gem that like runs them. Mm -hmm. Steven is the immature one. Like if everyone feels a little bit one note and that certainly changes later but i'm Mm -hmm. i'm curious about your thoughts how did you like it so i'd seen the first episode before i'd never seen the pilot and the very structured Mm -hmm. character personalities didn't bother me that much um i actually didn't mind that both episodes were pretty similar and that it was immature steven doing his little adventure going to the donut shop and then they have to all fight a monster i love how many times he saved the day because he's the one that has like caused the issue the threat yeah so it's fine it's like i caused this but i also fixed it so that's okay even steven so i did not mind the structure of the show i don't watch the show regularly but i could definitely see how this could get repetitive if it doesn't change yeah 
over time, which you have suggested it does. Also, this uses a similar structure like the Powerpuff Girls or Fairly Odd Parents, where mm-hmm. it's two kind of episodes in a half hour slot. And I think that helps a lot as well because you don't have as much time to get kind of bored with the repetitive structure because it's more like snippets of each character. Like we didn't actually spend that much time with the Crystal Gems. It's very Steven focused in both of these episodes. Yeah, they're like vignettes. I really like bite-sized television. I don't know if you feel this way, but if I see too many shows in my queue that I'm behind on and I know that they're all like 40 minutes shows I truly become stressed like it feels like television becomes homework I agree those 40 minute shows can be overwhelming when they start to back up and you're like binging this will literally take me hours hours like a work day yeah when you want to catch up it takes so much investment and that's kind of why I get annoyed with some Netflix series because they yes. aren't limited to that specific time limit so sometimes they just have a super long episode and you're like no I don't have time for this So back to Steven Universe. Did you have some fun facts? Oh, yes. So this is kind of an interesting topic. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for reminding me. I got you. So you commented while we were watching about the change in art style from the pilot to the first episode. Yes. And this actually brings up a broader issue of modern day animated shows. Uh And if you noticed in the first episode, it kind of switched to this rounder, chubbier art style where everyone had more like long, like rubber hose type limbs. Yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah. There's like a whole movement about this, arguments on the internet, and they define it as the Cal art style for the California Institute of the Arts. I thought you said cow art style. Like, <laughs> that's interesting too that's why i was like so taken by the name because i was like i guess cows have like long limbs but significant body you didn't pick up on the hidden cow <laughs> motif in every episode uh, you really should have seen the mental map i looked like that gif of that white woman like doing all the like calculations like, every episode do you remember yeah cow like, cow cow <laughs> okay Sorry. So the Cal art style. Yes. Cal art. C-A-L. Got it. It's all about an emphasis on the silhouettes of the characters and using round shapes and keeping it very simple. Mm. And the thing is, this has happened in a lot of uh, the popular animated shows now, Mm -hmm. like Steven Universe, Adventure Time, Gravity Falls, the regular show. Yeah. And the creators of all these shows graduated from the California Institute of the Arts. Interesting. So they're all uh, influenced by it. Like, that's just how they learned. Yeah. So people are blaming the kind of repetitive art style on this one school. That's so interesting. Yeah. They all shared that same damn professor. And now look at them. That's amazing. And this happened uh, previously in the 90s because SpongeBob, SquarePants, Fairly Odd Parents, some other shows as well on Nickelodeon, their producers all came from the California Institute. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. I think if I watched more cartoons, maybe it would annoy me. But I love the way uh, Steven Universe is designed. But that's so interesting. So they all come from the same school of thought. Yeah. And so people on the internet are kind of complaining that this is all we see. Like we're watching the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the other argument that it's like people are repeating this style over and over because audiences like familiarity. Mm -hmm. 
You got that. Sometimes I can't talk. That's how I feel about r- rural. The similarity makes sh- new shows more approachable. Oh, you feel comfort in that, in that it's so similar. Exactly. And you're willing to give it a chance because you're like, oh, this reminds me of something else I like. Like if I'm trying Adventure Time and I see the characters, I'm like, okay, they look like Steven Universe, so let's give it a shot. Exactly. Interesting. Even though it's different creators and producers, they just come from the same spot. That's really interesting. Especially for Adventure Time, one of my friends, Rachel, uh, suggested this show to me mm-hmm. like when it first came out. And I saw the art style and I was like, that's stupid. Why do the characters look like that? Why do they have these like thin arms and legs? Yeah. This is childish. And then I started watching it and now I like it. And then I watched the regular show. I've seen some Steven Universe and I actually like this art style now. You're part of the sheep. They're banking on you. People like you. Yeah. What is I that converted. called? Um, oh my gosh. I feel like I mentioned that one AP psychology class I took in high school in every single episode. Really influenced you. It really influenced me, even though basically, is it called mere exposure effect? Where if you're exposed to something often enough, whether or not you like it, you'll start to like it. I think that's what the phenomenon is called. So it's like, that's why like there was that big controversy, I think a decade and a half ago or something when artists labels were allegedly paying for more airplay. Like I think that happened with JLo and some other people where Mm -hmm. they asked for more airplay because they knew that if people just kept hearing the music on the radio, like they would like it whether or not they liked it, you know? (laughs) So that was like a controversy that labels were paying for more airplay. You know, that makes sense because they always say like, if you have enough money, you can make something popular. Like, yeah, you can make it pop in. Advertise it enough, mm-hmm. people will just accept it. Exactly. That's why I feel like sometimes things go viral because enough people buy in and then everyone else is like, all right, if, it, if people are liking this, then I'll like it too. Mm-hmm. Well, now that we've talked about mere exposure theory and digital media, back to the show. I have a fun fact for you. Okay. Garnet was based on Estelle. The person was listening to a lot of Estelle's music when she... Mm-hmm created the character and so when Estelle auditioned for the character they were like obviously you have this because we base this person off of you but I think voice acting is still dif- difficult so it's like yeah it's she, different her music could have been inspirational but like the character itself she could have not fit the character itself like I'm sure people have yeah. written scripts with actors in mind but then given it to someone else I just love that I just love that Estelle is like flourishing did you know that she's actually a rapper and that she sang that American boy song because Kanye asked her to but she's no, she's a rap like I looked up her discography and like she's a rapper a very talented uh, one but it's interesting that she sang yeah do what makes you popular mm-hmm. before we wrap up how about you name your favorite moment from the pilot and the first episode my favorite moment from both I would say I usually hate musicals but I love the songs in this yeah in this episode you commented on that yeah like I hate musicals I hate them but I I just I hate that it's like we're talking we're talking we're talking and now it's a song like it's just so annoying <laughs> it's like that doesn't make sense I can't suspend That's the whole purpose <laughs> I can't suspend my disbelief enough if I watch if I'm watching a musical at home I fast forward through the songs wow that's like that's a whole nother podcast episode yeah we can talk I guess we can like really debrief that later but I hate musicals you liked the natural way Steven brought in songs yes just saying I'm going to sit here and sing a song for y'all. And then he sang it. Yeah. That makes sense. Or he's like, this is the jingle to my favorite commercial. Yeah. Let me repeat it. Yeah. I loved that um, cat 
the ice cream that he did the he wrapped cookie the jingle cat. cookie cat and i love the theme song um so you asked about my favorite yes. moment this is very subtle but i like that when steven gets really excited he gets stars in his eyes yeah so it like just kind of emphasizes that i'm a child i have wide eyes i'm really excited right now yeah he has very very sweet reactions to things yes he's very innocent while being very naive yeah yeah cool so let's go into our final ratings for steven universe well you know mine is (laughs) i feel like we've only done shows recently where i watch because my rating is would watch again seriously because i did i watched the first three seasons pretty casually just catching it when it was on but seasons Mm -hmm. four and five were so good and a lot of the episodes actually ended on like cliffhangers so you really wanted to see what happened next um Mm -hmm. so those i watched seriously what about you Right now, I don't watch it, but it's one of those shows where I feel like I'm going to watch it Mm, eventually. mm -hmm. I really think it's going to be like Adventure Time where I just didn't give it a chance. And then all of a sudden, there's like a marathon on TV or something. And I got really into it. Yeah. So I think I would need to watch it. Like, this sounds strange, but like on a day when I'm like sick and just in bed and can binge watch some episodes. And then that'll get me to watch it casually and then more seriously the catch up. There are definitely shows that I specifically started watching because I was sick on the couch and just like some marathon was on TV and I was like, all right, I guess that's what I'm going to do today. So that yeah. totally makes sense. You can find us on the internet at thepilotpodcast.com. You can send us any comments, feedbacks, and suggestions at askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Spotify, Google, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, anywhere on the internet. Leave us five-star reviews and we'll read your rating. Wow. Five-star rating. We'll read your reviews. Leave a five-star rating specifically, though. I love that instruction. Not leave a rating. Give us five stars. Let me just make it clear. Five stars. (laughs) (laughs) You can follow us on Twitter at The Pilot Pod. You can like us on Facebook at The Pilot Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at The Pilot Pod. You can send any thoughts, suggestions on shows you want to watch, meal prep recipes to askthepilotpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, or DM us on other platforms. I want to DM with someone. DM us. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. Bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs)